0: Ladies, gentlemen, friends, we come together once again to celebrate disass and some poetry. I'm Addie DeVelvis, welcome to Slam Your poetry. We don't actually have to talk about this ass unless you would like to. I uh, didn't feel like doing a theme for this week because I constantly do a theme and truth is life is chaos and I got tired of it. So we're calling this a candy bag episode, which I stole directly from Mike Schur. I would like to make that very clear. That's what he calls his little drive document where they put stuff they didn't end up using in episodes. Anyway, stolen from Mike Schur, TM, I love you. Let's read a haiku or two. One, God is a woman just as she's nothing at all, everything, nothing. Two, it could be simple. I could be more forgiving, could be someone else. Three, boobs are super fun, but my nipples are fragile. Be gentle with them. Four, I want you with me. I want to be left alone. I want not to need. No, I'm not pregnant. My nipples just hurt because birth control is a nightmare. Six, always like your shirt. So suave, yet still flamboyant. Adora floral. Seven, why am I like this? Sputtering, anxious nightmare. How do you stand me? Nine, I cannot poop here. We're still in honeymoon phase. You don't have a fan. 10. Dali's melting time. Running down makes the work hard to recapture it. 11. Shitty little dog. I should have known you suck too. Yipping rat-faced cur. 12. T'was pain to my heart, but renewed vigor to my brain. You were my white claw. Yeah, unfortunately, we all are team White Claw. I don't think anyone here is happy about it. But if you really want to get irresponsibly affected, use a White Claw as a mixer instead of a Sprite. The calories are lower. You will get so drunk. Don't go out in the sun with that because you'll think it's water. And that was a haiku or two. Drink safely, kids. All right, gang. Gang, 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 gang. Oh, the chain gang. No, that's terrible.
1: That's really bad. We're ironing. He's in the jailhouse now.
0: A prodigal son returns. It's me. Does Desi. Hey, stalwart gentleman, do you want to yell at the internet?
1: I mean, always. It yells at me so often, so. Right.
0: It has missed your presence. Let's get started.
1: Let's edit Reddit.
0: Yeah, let's edit Reddit. I did it. Desi. Yeah, he's a. The thing has been said. Will I be the asshole? If I buy my girlfriend a cheap engagement ring. Gut instinct?
1: I mean, gut, yeah. Like everything. There's a way that you would not be the asshole here. But I'd say that 85% of the time, you're going to be an asshole in this
0: situation. He picked out a ring that she thinks, that he thinks that she'll like. Um, she Okay, she doesn't wear rings and mm. isn't a massive fan of diamonds.
1: Okay, it also says it's 300 pounds, which I'm not exactly keen on what that conversion rate is, but that doesn't... Immediately, sound cheap to me. I was thinking cheap would be like sixty dollars.
0: I don't know. I, this just doesn't bug me that much. He picked the stone for her, like it's an emerald instead, because she likes green and gold. And and um, his sister says that he's being an asshole because it's cheap, and her friends are gonna judge her and stuff. And I, Oh, it's also, an, it was like a creative emerald, so it's non-conflict. I don't know. I don't think this is that bad.
1: I think the wording's getting in the way here immediately. Because when I, when I hear cheap, I don't necessarily only think about price. I think about, you quality. know, the way it looks and the quality and stuff.
0: And jewelry is such nonsense because it's, like, so full of middlemen, yeah, like, the prices make no sense. But I went through the comments in this, and a lot of people say he is the asshole.
1: Well, a lot of people are very set in their ways on how we should conduct ourselves.
0: We must give our lives to capitalism.
1: You need blood diamonds, six (laughs) of them, with a gold sterling offset.
0: Oh, only one underage child died for your ring, Um, Well, eight died for mine. They had
1: to collapse a whole coal mine.
0: Redefining 300 pounds is cheap.
1: Oh, uh, my producers oh. in my ear, that's going to be $361. I think what this guy meant to say is, would I be an asshole if I bought my girlfriend a simple engagement ring? And that answer would be no.
0: Um, oh, wait, here's one caveat. He is buying a TV for $250. Pounds. Hmm. Um, kind of realized I'm willing to spend more money on myself for a random treat than for an eight.
1: T-B-H? T-B-C-H? you're probably going to get a lot more use out of that TV than you would out of a ring that's just going to be on the finger. T-B-C-H.
0: I, okay, I actually read this one beforehand, so the title is very different from the reality of the situation. Because the title is, Am I the asshole for calling out my friend's sexual harassment? Because in the title, of course not. You never would be. However, he has a friend who... This is the first sentence. I have a friend who's very liberal. The unspoken sentence being that you are not... Um, She's very quote unquote woke. You're such a dick. I can already tell. Make sure everyone knows it. Honestly, she's overbearing. Is she your friend? It doesn't sound like she's your friend. She would talk a lot about harassment on women made by men. That's not how grammar works. Um, which I definitely agree is a problem. Congratulations. You're somewhere around the bare minimum. And then one of his other friends, that's a girl, posted a picture that was topless of her back. And then the girl, who he obviously doesn't like, commented and said, Pick would have been better if you were turned around. And then he called her out on it. And he said, Isn't that sexual harassment? (sighs) No, you dumbass. Sexual harassment is unwanted and not from people you have close contact with. Unless it is unwanted. What am I trying to say exactly here, Desi? It's like... Uh,
1: As a cis-heterosexual white male, I sort of see where this fella's coming from. Besides the whole, like, quotation woke and... He's
0: ignoring power dynamics.
1: Um, I think what this guy should have done is approached this woke liberal and asked why that was okay as opposed to other things, so that he could then educate himself and learn. And, you know, maybe, maybe the situation is that it's not okay and the person that posted the picture didn't want it, in which case it would be a learning experience for everybody.
0: Yeah, and in general, men, if you're concerned about feminism in any way, Why is it you always seem to start in telling women how to speak to other women? I constantly get stupid little woke liberal men being like, Oh, you said this, you criticized white girls, that's sexist. Shut up, sit down, do your time, and learn before you try and approach me. Like, I'm sorry, that's the thing that he's missing, is that like... She talks about harassment from men to women, and while this could be a slightly inappropriate comment depending on their relationship, it's also coming from a very different power dynamic. This is not a man making an overtly sexual comment, this is a friend making a joke comment. Don't go tell women what to do and call yourself a feminist.
1: And if you really (laughs) cared, you would have asked.
0: So, um, in general, hush. Alright, so that one made me mad, so let's move on. This is gonna make me mad too. Am I the asshole for telling my wife that if she quits her job, I expect her to cover all the housework? They have a young child. His wife wants to quit. He says that if she quits her job, she has to do all the housework. This is... Oh, such a logical fallacy. Because if you lived alone, you would have to do your fucking housework. Whether or not you have a wife at home, who is doing the full-time job of raising your child. He does have to extend his work schedule.
1: Yeah, he says he has to take a higher paying job, he might have to work on the weekends more. And he does even admit that I was not using a very nice tone when talking to my wife because I was having conflicted thoughts. I I don't know. I think this is a tough one because, like, if you're going to take more hours, I could see how you might want to offset that. You know, like, the last thing you want to do is, like, work a, you know, 40-hour work week and then come home and have to scoop the cat boxes or whatever. I, I see where the fella's coming from is all I'm saying here. Sure. And he admits that he was kind of being an asshole about it. So... Like, I can extend a little bit of sympathy. Um,
0: sure, having a kid is hard. It just sounds like he doesn't understand what domestic labor is. Here's the thing. I'm sure she's already doing more than her share from the way that he's talking about this. Like, here's what gets me. Do all the housework.
1: Yeah, that's that's the, all of it. I That's what I'm saying. I think, yeah. like, if you approached her and you're like, hey, if we're going to make this work.
0: Let's delegate.
1: Let's, Yeah but to cover all of it.
0: And the thing is that being a stay-at-home mom already takes a lot of housework. You have to keep the kids' room clean, your room clean, you're doing the laundry for the child, which means you're also going to be doing laundry for most of the family. You're feeding the kids, that means you're doing dishes and keeping the kitchen clean. That's most of the hard housework anyway. Yeah. Housework is daily and exhausting and a ton of emotional labor, and he would have to do this if he wasn't married. Nevertheless, if he was married, I mean, if he was not married and had a kid. Like, he's asking for more of her... He does
1: say I will help out on the weekends, but weekdays I'd rather rest. So that's what I'm saying. I can I can gather I, like I can I can like pick a little couple wants sympathy to rest. bushes. For I mean, him, sure,
0: like everyone wants to rest as a as a human being with no one depending on me. I understand. Once, I don't have kids though.
1: Once again, I think this is a communication problem. It's almost like. It's almost like men were never properly taught how to communicate.
0: (laughs) Amazing. And that we phased home ec out of school so everyone thinks housework is easy and women today are completely overwhelmed and criticized by their male partners who don't do shit. Um, It's completely unreasonable to expect her to cover all the housework housework, when she's raising your child. You need to come home and do the dishes and vacuum the floor and wipe down the counters. You need to come home and fold the laundry. You need to come home and mow the lawn. I'm sorry that sucks. Do people...
1: Are there couples actually... Out there that actually do each other's laundry because.
0: Have you met my parents? I like. My father has not gone grocery shopping in twenty years. Jesus Christ. Basically, I think you're right. Communication's a big deal, especially men, but also some women like me who can't handle most common chores. Really need to look at what exactly the word housework means. Yeah. How huge of a title I mean, that is.
1: You have to specialize in not just this, but also that, and also that, and also that. I'm 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 a certified house husband. So. Yeah,
0: but I'd say he's coming from a good direction
1: from this too. <laughs>
0: Like, you, you do take on a little more than Alexa has to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's like, it is delegated and agreed yeah, upon. Yeah, no. You don't do it all.
1: No, yeah. One cooks, one cleans. It's that simple.
0: So, we fixed all the world's problems. <sighs> Men, listen more and stop talking so much.
1: And when you do talk, talk better.
0: Talk so much better. Oh, man. I did not expect to get as, um... Mad, as I did during Let's Edit Reddit. It's a week off, let's not have a theme. Just kidding, it's time for me to yell about housework! And emotional labor! It's such a real thing. And I get very mad about it. Let's talk about angst and sex! Alright, our first piece is an audience submission that we have taken an excerpt from because it was a beautiful epic of a poem. It's called Long and Short. So here's the long and short of it. Long the time I spent thinking I just wasn't worth loving. Short, the time it took for me to fall for you. Long, the list of lovers I had before, who I cried over, and had written about, and torn myself apart over, searching for myself in pieces of them, always coming up empty-handed. Short, my brief hesitation before I leapt flew and fell for you. Short, the word trust. long, the looming weeks apart, and a fear I couldn't name yet. Long, the months away, alone and afraid, afraid of being more alone than I feared, afraid that this was inevitable, afraid that this was my fault. Long, the road that lay ahead, short, the switch that flipped in the cold light of day, which turned our love affair into a bleeding wound and turned my sick high into deep, engulfing, intoxicating pain. And so I... bite the bitter leaf. Short my patience. Short my fuse. Short the time it took for you to come the first time we had sex. I mean, really, I thought you were joking. In and out. Ridiculous. Short your dick. But oh, I gave you energy and effort, never once complaining, enjoying what you gave, even when I wanted more rocking your world night after night, and you repay me with burning betrayal. Seeking something greater in the arms of something lesser, as if you could do better, a graceless, ungrateful boy. Long? How long it's going to take me to trust again? Long? Long the months I spent trying to rebuild myself. You tore me down all at once. And brick by brick, I have risen up with sweat and blood as my mortar, and I know you did not win this. Because though the fury may never subside, I can claim once again, at long last, to love myself. Short, a hard-taught lesson. Long, a well-deserved reprieve. This piece is called Sleep Tight. Eyes slip shut, mint, cooling on my tongue as the dark sets in. Within it safety, and you. A gift to sleep so effortlessly near you, even sweeter as hands, warmer than the starlight, frame me and linger. And so selflessly wander, asking for nothing, giving, and taking in return. Sending the day off with a kiss. Wherever it may land. This piece is called Impress You. I still think about you. Well, your dick. And its perfect shade of pink. Wanna swatch it for my lipstick. And the hint of elsewhere in your mouth, occurrences on the uptick, and the scorn in your eyes, you hypocritical prick, and how I can't stop wanting to be good enough for some lunatic. (sighs) Angst and sex, bro.
1: Hey, fellas. Who do you think would win in a fight to the death? Harry Potter or Vegeta? Uh, that's definitely Vegeta. Harry Potter would be like, Ehh, it's Billy and Vegeta would just punch him in the solar plexus, and he'd fly into a mountain and disintegrate into a fine mist. Who do you think would be a worse landlord? Goddard from Jimmy Neutron, or Billy from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Oh, it would definitely be Goddard. He would just keep eating all of your household appliances every time you bought them, and eat all the nuts and bolts out of your carpenter box. So do you guys think that Bill Gates could make knitting as successful as the personal computer? What is this, baby hour? Of course he could! I'm Marcus Dreskel. I'm Tommy Calhoun. And I'm Tim. And together, we are the Versus Extreme Podcast. We take all your who would wins and what do you think would happen if?" and turn them into comedy. We upload every Tuesday and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Versus Extreme, where you can also send us your own questions that we will answer on the show. Okay, okay. But if Wolverine, as portrayed by Hugh Jackman, were a woodchuck, how much wood could he chuck?
0: Huh? Uh,
1: Huh? Huh? I mean, come on.
0: Hello, guys. The boxcar child that is Desi has returned. (laughs) Hell yeah. Does that work? That's
1: a really good one.
0: Thank you. I feel like it does really suit you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kinda hobo chic.
0: Hey, here's an invasive question. What are your top 5 red flags?
1: Top 5 red flags. Well, definitely that's going to be the way you treat service staff. You know, that says a lot about a person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Two, like the kind of language you use, I guess in general, like if you uh, if you continually use like derogatory terms, if you if you punch down, it's uh Ooh, yeah. that's a that's a big red flag. I mean, I guess I, I don't know. It's going to be the way you treat people, I guess. The way you treat animals is a big thing as well. I don't know.
0: Because um, he's like, I haven't looked at another woman like this in a very long time. I mean, yeah, I
1: kind of got, kind of got it right, really lucky early. Oh, fuck off. Those are bad. That was not proper grammar. I kind of got early, very luckily, and
0: fuck. I think that got worse. <laughs> oh man. god Okay, okay, you know what, what do you find sexy in a fictional character?
1: In a fictional
0: character? Yeah, like, come on, like, what what drives your, yeah. Those
1: big old anime
0: Oh my (laughs) god, why did I ask this?
1: (laughs) No, uh, in a fictional character, what's sexy? That's interesting because, well, okay, are you talking, like, literature or is it, like, some sort of physical representation? Do
0: your thing, man, because I I have answers all across. Because
1: obviously I have, like, a physical type, so if that character matches the physical type, that's going to, you know, it's going to ding.
0: The type is Zelda?
1: Among other things, yeah. Um, uh, But I guess, like, if I was reading a book, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd go off that, I guess. What would would set me off? I don't know. I mean, nerdy, sexy, cool. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Hi, I'm Desi, and I'm searching for a willing, manic pixie dream girl.
1: I mean... (laughs) Yeah, you got it.
0: <laughs> I mean fair enough, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Or my
1: my big titty goth girlfriend.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I'm full of the internet. It's in my brain. We'll I mean, live there.
0: Yeah, we do, yeah. We I will. have a bit of the Scott Pilgrim disease. I want a hot mean bassist. Is oh yeah, no. Databases?
1: Bassists. Yeah. Uh, that is that's a real big ding ding ding.
0: Yeah, like when I was little, I had a crush on the girl in School of Rock who played bass. I would die for Jack Black. Have you seen Jumanji? He's Uh, hilarious and not sexist at all. I
1: I haven't seen it. You know, there's actually... This is a really offshoot, mm. but I read about it. There's a Minecraft book. I'm a big oh, Minecraft wow. fan. Uh, there's a Minecraft book, but the premise of the book is that this guy just wakes up in Minecraft and doesn't know anything oh about the world and just has to figure it out, like horror style.
0: It's my Sims fan. And the
1: audiobook is narrated by Jack Black. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs>
0: You'd be such a good journalist.
1: If 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 you could go back to high school what one thing would you do differently
0: oh man what one thing Mm
1: -hmm. and it can be like as general as like I would have organized my locker better or as specific as like at the ninth grade homecoming I wouldn't have told Jessica that I had a crush on Brad or something I don't Uh, know
0: on a practical level it's that I should have gotten a scholarship application out, um, by, I should have just been more intense, because this counselor sabotaged me, and so I didn't get a scholarship application, so I couldn't audition for all these schools, still haunts me to this day, um, but, like, on a more interesting personal level, because, like, you can't change other people's actions, Uh, I just, there's a guy I would have wasted so much less time on because he made so many issues with so many women in my life like oh my god like i'm, I'm so lucky that i'm so friends with the girls but like all of my best friends and i almost never spoke to them again because of some stupid little pretty boy who spent 45 minutes a day on his hair like an anime character straight up you couldn't even ruffle it it wasn't even sexy he was very pale he looked kind of like snow white I'm i was into it
1: i'm glad we're friends because i know exactly who you're talking about yeah don't
0: I? You actually don't know. I yeah. just have a type. Yeah, um, I was
1: going to say, you have a type then.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing about the guy you think it is, is that as much as he was an obnoxious prick, he didn't cause issues with women that I care about. He caused issues with women who were irritating little fuck nerds who I'm very glad not to have to deal with anymore. Is that
1: women hating women, Andy?
0: Uh, yeah, if I hate them. Why, what? Can yeah, I cannot not, not hate no, a woman? No,
1: you know, point made.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like... <laughs> If I hate you, I hate you.
1: Anybody can be an asshole.
0: Yes. No, actually, this guy was before uh, that, um, you know, early high school. And I just, I I fell into a lot of bad patterns. A, getting mean and catty to please a guy, which is gross. B, you know, there was a girl that got sucked into the drama too. And in hindsight, it was sort of punching down, even though like she wasn't great and I wasn't great. But looking back, I was, I guess, a little quote unquote cooler and I should have given her a break and I didn't. And it was because this guy made me crazy. And he was cheating on me with her, so it's, like, not that she's innocent, but, um... No, it's just he made me crazy and mean, and I wish that I had realized that and stopped.
1: Ask me another. Weekends on NPR.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. I need to ask you another question. It's not about being single, because I'm so single. Um, ooh, okay, this is... Here, have a wholesome tidbit. Desi, what's the first time that you truly felt, like, domestic settled? Like a little house husband moment? Hmm. Paint me a picture.
1: Hmm.
0: Just a good moment. A Patronus moment.
1: I mean, I guess, like, the image. Once again, I can't, like, name a specific time this happened. But, like, me and my girlfriend cuddled up in the bed with our two cats watching TV. I mean, yeah, that's that's the cutest shit.
0: I just you know, I just want a little, good little tidbit of how the other half lives. You happy bastards. Um, Anything, anything you wanted to ask me? I don't know, man. Yeah, that's okay. I think we rounded it up pretty well. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about Jack Black and what else matters.
1: Do you think Remy... Remy from Ratatouille could beat up Stuart Little?
0: Oh, I, I def... Well...
1: Because there's discourse on the internet about it.
0: Well, I think that... I think my... my Okay, yes. My answer is mostly yes, but I think Stuart would put up a pretty big fight. Things that Remy grew up in a colony of rats, like he's used to scrapping. He might be like the wimpy brother, but you can tell everyone around him's not. So he's got some chutzpah. Yeah. And Stuart Little got adopted and then drove a boat around. And he also has chutzpah, but I don't think he'd win a fight. No, I
1: mean... I, I've seen, you know, people defending Stuart Little and I think he's probably got he's probably got some shops you he know? He put up. Like yeah. I don't think he,
0: but he's also a mouse compared to a rat.
1: Rats are scrappy.
0: Rats are huge.
1: Also, like Remy got like he got a gun shot at him. Yeah. And then he like went through the sewer.
0: Yeah. And Remy can control people's minds. I just think he's kind I just think he's more he's a street kid.
1: Yeah. Versus that, that, that cushy, yacht scholar that cushy Stuart Little. Bourgeoisie. <laughs>
0: So Bourgeoisie Trash.
1: This week on Slamy Rex Poetry versus Extreme. <laughs> yeah.
0: God. Ooh, yeah, hey guys, you should do that. What
1: she means to say is you should check out well, a fellow oh. podcast of ours.
0: Well no, there are ads on our channel. I okay. knew that. I just meant like hey guys, you should okay. go listen to it. Okay,
1: okay, 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 okay. <laughs>
0: Versus extreme boys, you should do that topic. Oh,
1: I, th- I think they might have had, I, I don't know, like a oh. lot of the Twitter. Oh, that's the where Twitter, the discourse came from. I think so. It was, oh, it's it a was,
0: self-completing prophecy. It was
1: like, I know it was like located in Columbus, mm. the tweet mm.
0: Okay, so now that we have resolved the beautiful chaos of me and Desi speaking to each other in any way, shape, or form, let's get back to some poetry. Let's get back to the highbrow. I'm just kidding. I missed my boxcar kit already. It's time for Man versus Self. Our first piece is called Ghost's Defense. I don't mean to turn invisible. Well, that isn't true, but it's not about you. It's about how I can't be but whimsical, and I know I ran away, but you knew I couldn't stay, though you tried to force me, which, typical. When I was with you, I felt like a doll, except that it wasn't sexy at all. But my purpose here is not to be critical. I just want to clean up after myself. Put your paint on a shelf, so my cowardice is only subliminal. And you'll stop blaming me just because I couldn't be how you saw me and not be hypocritical. This piece is called Moth. I saw a moth a-floating there, on painted wing and able air. It lighted there upon a leaf. I pondered, why is life so brief? This piece is called Penance. Beat me. Flog me down to an inch of my life. Sick the dogs and the fiends and the goons on me. Ruin the reputation I hold so dear. Let me be known as the ugly mess of sin and lies that I am. Wreck and ruin me. Let my shame be known. You shouldn't have to own it all and feel the pressure to keep it hidden like I do. This piece is called The Capitalist. Are you purposefully offering so little help? Did you mean to handcraft my personal hell? Have you set a trap for a fake rebel yell? Would you just let me know what you want? Give me a mold to fill, trust that I can do it well. Let me be what you sell because I'm not good enough on my own. Put me in a pretty show. All my fears you could just quell, turn me to a flawless bell, so I don't have to be me anymore. This one is called Maybe, Maybe Not. My relationship with God would be a lot better if you'd all stayed out of it. If I had been allowed to reckon with the wonder of our universe and believe it's not a chance. No promises, though. Even left alone, I cannot say that I wouldn't dive again into what accidents and chance and luck meant. And how beautiful it is to be us in the midst of it, and able to barely understand, even at all. Our next piece is untitled. The neglectful gardener always forgets to check the greens daily, till the soil check for want of water. He clips and prunes and prods, but edges remain jagged, shorn and stripped, mired down in the mud, always twisted out of place. Each time he goes back, he is surprised to see the vine does not keep giving the full harvest, and goes to the store instead. Our next piece is called Spare. Some are misplaced, making the mosaic much more taxing to put together. I always play the spare, the replacement to the former fits, but only just that, not a perfect match. If it is the wrong color, texture, never fully integrated, only a placeholder until the perfect piece comes along and I am cast aside once more. The crutch in the closet to pull out when some familiar ache acts up and you need me to get by. Talk about relatable, gang. Our beautiful train is rumbling towards the station and so we're going to put on the brakes and do some poetry off the cuff. Is that how trains work? I don't know. I watched Snowpiercer again lately because I'm thirsty and that movie is amazing. So Nico sent me some prompts and I haven't looked at them and I'm going to open them on my phone and then I'm going to, you know, do my thing. All right, so from Nico. An insurmountable task. My dad apologizing. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Getting you, getting, getting you, no, 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 shut your incessant, incessant talking. Never admit your, no, never can admit you're wrong. Incessant talking, never can admit you're wrong. A moment's silence. Incessant talking, never can admit you're wrong. A moment's silence? Um, so let's see. What's another insurmountable task? That's broad. He wants me to go broad. All right, insurmountable task. What else is insurmountable? Um. Calming down. Calming down just... Calming down just once. I am so incapable. I am so incapable. Why can't I just chill? Why can't I just chill? Calming down just once. I am so incapable. Why can't I just chill? I feel like that could be a call for the universe. Why can't I just chill? I don't know. I don't know why I can't just chill. It sounds very hard. Tell me if you manage to chill because I would like tips. Choo-choo, the poetry train is going to crash into the station because we're done. I don't know how trains work. I'm still thinking about Chris Evans. Thank you guys for joining me, thinking about Chris Evans with me, thinking about Jack Black with me, and more importantly, for tweeting about the show and submitting through our Gmail account, slamyourx at gmail.com, our Twitter, also slamyourx. our Curious Cat, guess what that is, it's slamyourx. and following us on Instagram. I'm not even going to tell you that handle, you're going to have to guess. It's slamyourx. Our next episode drops September 27th. I'm trying to think of anything you can do The Void, but I, I won't lie to you, I just got like a, a stab of jealousy of someone else romancing my sweet lady. I'm just kidding. She deserves the attention. Braid The Void's hair this weekend.